0: When I first started comedy, I wrote a joke about Emmett Till. And, and I'll, t- I'll tell you the joke. The joke is.
1: <laughs> now? Now you want to tell me? <laughs> sure. Not what, this what, week. What, what better time do we have? Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Today's guest is uh, Kason Wilson. First of all, how you doing? Let me get into, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, It's been a rough week, and um, hopefully we can bring some laughs to your day, uh, maybe to your future week, I guess. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you're going through, but I hope you're voting. If you're in one of those states, I hope you're voting and i think today is the day so i don't know why i'm telling you (sighs) i don't understand (laughs) i know i may have been i took a week off um today's guest funny dude kason wilson he's been on true tv he's been on bet i want to say we'll talk more about his credits later let's get into the interview interview We'll talk more about his credits later. Let's get it to, let's, let's talk to my boy, Kayson Wilson. Hello? Yeah. Is that different? Yeah, that's a little cleaner.
0: Yep, well, there you go.
1: You're right. There you go. Good call, man. You're, you're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job, man. I hear you. <laughs> What's been up? Well, you know, craziness.
0: Picked a great time time to be in L.A., downtown L.A. at that.
1: Why is that? What's going on over there? Like, what's the... You don't hear the helicopters in the background? (laughs) Armageddon over here. (laughs) I can imagine. There, There are...
0: So, all right. So, I live... It's Union Station. So, just imagine it's an apartment by Union Station. Okay. And the cops are meeting at Union Station before they go to kill civilians. Yeah. <laughs> not really kill civilians, but this is this is essentially, so like the whole day has been like helicopters and yeah. just tanks coming by and
1: yeah. just
0: like, yeah, it's been crazy. We're on a curfew. It's just crazy, man.
1: Yeah. It's DC just, uh, is uh, a lot of the same going on in DC. I mean, I'm not in DC, but I see it. Are you you on, you're in Virginia, right? I'm in Virginia, dog. We <laughs> Get over that bridge, dog. <laughs> hey, if I don't I don't have a reason to go to DC, so <laughs> they ain't got no comedy going on, so I get it. I ain't got to go, man, but even if if I did, bro, I couldn't imagine, man. It's it's wild, bro. They got curfews going on now. It's a little taste white people. It's a little taste.
0: This of- is this is, this is, this is just a pre, this is pre-trial rioting. Right. This isn't, this, is, this is the stretch. Right. hmm If this is yoga, we haven't even started yet. We, no. This
1: is, we are no. literally warming up our bodies. This, this is the beginning right here. And then <laughs> they gonna see how many people, they gonna, I think they're gonna stretch it. You know, mm-hmm. they killing, they killing black people. So I think they're gonna see how far they can go with white people. Meaning, they're not gonna kill them off bat. They're gonna start just shooting them with rubber bullets, and then them shits is gonna get real soon.
0: Yo, they had. I don't know if you've been watching. Are you good? They've been. I've been watching um, uh, like the protests because we actually just passed it. Mm-hmm. So they closed the, our curfew yesterday was five, but we off, we thought it was six. We thought it was six. They sent a text message at like 4.30, like curfew has been changed to 5. Damn. So we tried to run to the grocery store real quick. The grocery store was like, nope, we got to be out and yeah. home.
1: So they got to be home.
0: right? Yeah, they got to close at like 4. Right. So we went to the grocery store today, not knowing that there was another protest downtown. So we're pulling up to the grocery store. And no lie, when we pull up, the employees looking at us like, y'all know where we because our our favorite grocery store is downtown so they're
1: like
0: you know you know this is your last like hurry up so we we ran and got our stuff and we're we're going down this street and the whole protest is coming this way and coming across so we're like trying to speed to beat the protest we get home turn the tv on and cops already like We passing like literally we're going this way and tanks are just coming this way.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I'm like, yo, this is not even America. Like it it was a, it was so surreal, bro. It's nasty. It's nasty out here. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, let me, um, I did an intro already, but if you don't know, this is, um, my guy Kason, DC native comedian, actor all around funny ass dude. Uh, Did True TV together? We'll talk about that experience, what that changed for you, if if anything, and um, what it what it did. Well, I know one thing it did it 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 made your ass move to to LA right after, because you was going after that. Something like that. Yeah. Or was the plan already set in motion?
0: We, we can talk about
1: it. Okay. Yeah, we can talk. You like now? Is this the show? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I don't really do like an informal, not, not when we're together. I just kind of do like a, a quick little thing. Oh, word. So, yeah. yeah. But we also want to talk like, I want to get, I have, I. we were supposed to do like a writing thing, but I think I got one idea. I had a few. I forgot them. Maybe I'll remember them while we, while we talk or whatever, but I forgot. Oh, it's all good. It's, we can talk it's no about. We, we'll be here for a while. Yeah, because um, we don't have a chance though. That's the thing. What I was—we don't have a chance to work out ideas. Are you doing Zoom shows or anything?
0: Yeah, I've been. I've been. Um, I was like protest. Well, I shouldn't say protesting. a <laughs> word. <now>. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was uh, hesitant to do Zoom shows at first, but.
1: uh, Why is
0: that? I uh Just because it's the the feel is different. It is. It's a completely different feel. Yeah. But then I, I just started feeling like those old comedians who like, I'm not, I'm not doing no social media. You can find I me on the I so know. I know. So I was like, yo, what is this? what if this is just the wave? This is, yeah. Dog.
1: Like, My space, ill. Yeah. So I was thinking of that. And even when we go back, you know, you've done a few, right? I've done seven so far. What do you what is like would you say live is is here and where is zoom set in this in that in terms of what though like how good it is you know live show is up here where is zoom show is it like down here or to you.
0: I mean, I think it would be like this. Because you just can't replace.
1: You can't replace live.
0: A live show. It's like. No. Like can't. you can't replace being at a live basket. Like seeing LeBron no. live is incredible. Like you can't no. replace that. Not at but all. But I will say it's a different skill set. Which it I is. Didn't know that I was going to. Like I feel mm-hmm. like people who are creative think outside the box and are dedicated to clean clean precise writing yeah. do really well they can yeah people who um are rigid and <laughs> rely on performance maybe have a hard time cuz it's hard to translate like what's up
1: yeah it's hard to get that energy through a computer <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah hold on i saw you turn your video off. like it's
2: it's yeah. hard
0: you know what i'm saying it's it's literally a different skill set it's like the same as people being like, "Yo, is it? Do you prefer stand up or being playing in movies?" It's like it's a yeah. it's a different it's a different it's stretching different muscles there, and mm-hmm. performing on Zoom stretches muscles that I didn't even know that it would. But it's it really is different. Yeah, but it is fun. Like it's actually kind of cool being at home and not having to like dress up.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. it's like.
0: The mask is kind of off. I'm at home.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: you can do certain quality things with lighting and stuff. Like I got my lights and stuff in the back. You can yep. do some cool stuff. But it's kind of cool, like, watching people, like, laugh and crack up laughing on their couch.
1: On their couch, yeah.
0: That's kind of, mm-hmm. that's cool to me. Now, I mean, I look forward to when people buy tickets and come and make a big event out of it. But watching, like, a, somebody's mom in the background, like, listening and laughing in the background while they cooking, yeah. it's like, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool to me. Yeah, it's not, not something I wouldn't. If I had a choice, I, I would go back to the club, of
1: course. I mean, but <laughs> but, but yeah. I, I've grown to enjoy it, of course. I mean, but it what I thought because I kind of did a little protest too at the beginning, and then I did, um, I think I watched a few, and I was like, yo, this ain't that bad. I mean, it's a challenge. It's a different kind of challenge, but it's really not that bad. And then I did like two or three of them. And I was like, okay, all you really have to do the the writing. Yes, like you, uh, to me, you have to stay on their necks a little bit. Yeah, you got to be like, an overdrive. You got to be and it depends on the audience too. like some people you have to like go after. No, and all the zoom shows have been different. I've seen some where they have the whole audience like on the page yeah, and your ass in the middle telling jokes. And then I've seen some where it's just you. And that to me, like, I want to see some people and maybe hear them too, but just, it's just a, it's like you said, it's just like a new way of doing it. Do you think they're going to continue though? Absolutely. I think they're going to continue after we start going back. I think they might do both. I don't see why they wouldn't. It's it's a much more cost
0: effective stream of content. Dog, if you're only charging five dollars, right? You can then Ramin doesn't have to make a post. Exactly.
1: (laughs) If you yo, (laughs) I mean, you can almost you can they could probably make their money back faster. Like I think this opens up an entirely new way of like. Sold out show up, uh, but not online. So go here, pay five dollars instead of ten, or just take five dollars off because the experience ain't that ain't ain't as good. But they do the live show, sold out, and then they do the show here. You know, I mean, what and, if what if, and this is crazy, but what if a
0: really popular comedian does a one night show at the Improv and Tickets sell out so fast that he goes. You know what? I'm gonna do a three camera shoot pay per view.
1: Dog. If it was like, I don't, I don't see how they would say no to that. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, they would have to. They would really have to. Like, I like. I try to think about stuff like that too, because I'm not the smartest person. That to me is a win win for everybody.
0: But here's the deal. I'm not talking about the club. I'm talking about the comedian themselves.
1: Oh, see, but that's the, see, that's, I think that's what a lot of clubs were worried about is because now there is no venue to go to. There is no brick and mortar. You at your house, I'm in front of my camera on the computer. Here's the show. If you can, if I can do that, the comedy club is dead. So the difference is I think they have the audience, like they have the, you know, the, the people that have been to the club. If you got the people already, who needs the club? See, but here's the deal. You have the people, but it works out
0: business. All right, so think about it like this. You, you, you mm-hmm. get drinks and food. Right. We, we split the ticket, the door. But if I'm putting people in the seats and you're making drinks and food at the end of the day, like I'm waiting on a percentage of the tickets to go out. Like anybody who comes, they have to get is as a minimum. You're going right. to make the money regardless. Right. But if I have enough control to say, all right, I get a percentage of the door, but my cameras are coming in. Right. We're going to sync up the audio
2: mm-hmm.
0: and people and, pay-per-view comes through me. That has nothing to do with the club. The club is literally just a venue for a pay-per-view event. True?
2: And that you can is true. Go
0: and that and that can that could be anywhere in the world. And think about the people who have amazingly popular podcasts. Like yep. people like people like Kill Tony. He does yep. weekends at clubs and then that Sunday he puts out a podcast in that city. Yeah. What if he made that a Patreon thing where he does the the,
1: the city gets the shows But the
0: world gets the podcast.
1: Right. That's insane. Bro, this thing, what I have right now is I have a DSLR hooked up. That's why I look cleaner.
0: I've been trying to figure out how to get my camera to connect to the computer.
1: It doesn't. See, that's the thing is you need like a special, it's called a capture card. And that's what I have for mine. So it takes the feed and it makes it, so they just did some extra shit. To make it harder for people to connect their DSLR. I'm like, why can't I just use this? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just the USB. You need like a, um, you need an actual, it's a little box that I have Mm -hmm. that I plug it into. And I take the feed out. It's USB, which is funny. It takes a USB feed out and it plugs into the, it's just like a middleman for bullshit. So how
0: how many of my kids college funds do I have to waste? for this? It's only a
1: hundred. It was only a hundred dollars. That's it? Yeah, some of them are 100. The one I got was like 99. Some of them are 4. Like it depends on what you want to do. I think a lot of gamers, a lot of gamers have those shits, those $400 oh, ones.
2: Yeah. And
1: um but it's all you need. I got a laptop right here.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm recording on and I have the audio. I have a mic plugged into like a little mixer. Yeah. So this is the setup, really. I, need, if I If you had three cameras, though, and this is the other part. This is where I get, like, really nerdy. There's a, like, if you take a video switcher, you take all three cameras, put them through that switcher, and then you can take the feed from the switcher, plug it into the capture card. This is so nerdy. I, I, nobody's listening to this shit. But <laughs> take the feed from the, capture, from the switcher, run that through the capture card, and send that signal to the computer, and then you can switch back and forth. Oh. And so, what I'm saying, I'm agreeing with you. The setup is real easy, but you need certain things. The switcher was 900 bucks. I have one. Yeah. So, because I was going to do that, um and I still now I probably will definitely do it.
0: I, I th- this is such a unique time that even after things mm-hmm. get back to normal, you'll still be able to, if you wanted to host a, uh, at my desk with Tim Miller, like you could. People will be down for it because the 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 content, this content stream is open. Like people are used yeah. to going online to be entertained.
1: Yeah, and staying even more the so. Theater. Yeah, yeah
0: so it's it's doable, bro. This is
1: man. This is like dog. This is content. This is inside baseball, but this it nigga. It is content heavy right now. I mean, and if you want to put some stuff out, just put it out and let it. Let let's see what happens, bro. Um,
2: no, legit.
1: I think I might, I think I might start doing this every day. I'm going to, I'm going to go into, um, you know, hitting up some people. I mean, I love talking to you. I like talking to Russ. I like talking to, um, to Martin. Just talk to people, just holler at them. I mean, you are, uh, so the show this weekend or the show this week actually is with the DC Improv. That's the, the the uh under the what's it called overachiever, overachiever. show yeah 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 um I don't great, know great, those... t- great time to be the only black person on the show got, uh, a, lot of, got a lot of explaining to do No, that bothers me sometimes when I'm on a show and i'm only this is once this is like black comedian like one on one anytime you're on the show, you're the only black dude you're gonna get that initial laugh because you go all you're gonna do is say like so really just one. And then the audience, you'll get that initial. Yeah. But sometimes, man, they'll put me on show, and they'll have the blackest the blackest community go right before me. And I'm like, he stole my black energy right there. I can't. He I to all the things. All the shit. So I got to talk about <laughs> having, having a daughter, and I got to talk about dating white girls before I can right. get up. <laughs> Stand Thanks out a lot, from this sir. shit. Damn. Mm-hmm. Who else is on the show with you this week? I'm not sure. I haven't even looked. I just. Okay. Uh, in a while week. you just know they ain't
0: black <laughs> I, I know Benji I know Benji's on the Oh, show,
1: that's right. Okay. I'm
0: excited about. It. I love Benji. Yeah. Um, and I am not I'm not sure I haven't looked at the flyer since he said. I looked at it one time, but
2: okay.
0: Yeah, it's a, you know there was like a there had to be someone in the country who was like excited excited to be the only black dude on the show and then he turned on the TV and saw Rodney King. And he was like, "Dang. God damn it." <laughs> Have to scrap my whole set. Damn, that's how that's how comedians think. That's the worst. That's the hardest part about being a comedian is you. Well, not the hardest, but it's like the world is being burned down, and we're like, I don't have any material for this.
1: Right, right. We're gonna have to (laughs) say something. (laughs) Cause you really gotta sit and think. It's hard to take it in. Like it's hard to take it in, and then like. Go into the comedy mind, think th- and think through jokes to to get to an end that makes That's sense. Right, it's, funny. it's like and I it's know, funny. I know how I feel. Right, until I know,
0: until it's a born baby. It's I. There's nothing I could. I can't. It's
1: got to cr- hit you. You too. can't. You can't crowd work racism. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like when you? Okay, when you come up with jokes. Actually, we can just go into jokes now because, um. Like, jokes hit me. Like, how do you come up with material? Do you ask yourself what's funny? Like, do you try to force it? Or does it just, my jokes hit me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but. my, my, My entire
0: point was that we always talk about the people who overcame in Black history, but we ignore the suffering in the retelling of the story. Right. That was my actual personal sentiment. And I wrote a story that actually happened because uh, a teacher did come against the school's wishes and started teaching on Emmett Till. Oh, uh, okay. Consent. Like, out, off the Black History Month curriculum. Right, right. There, I was the only kid in the class who knew who Emmett Till was. And the joke, I didn't know either. But I did know in real life. Right, But the but the point was that there were kids who had no idea that Emmett Till existed, which was one of the greatest turn points in the civil rights movie right, right. So to your point, I always try to start off with what I think is real. And then I think what's funny reveals itself, at least for me. Okay. Which is why, unfortunately, I have to work harder to write jokes that aren't 20 minutes long each. Because I'm just writing things that I think are real. And cutting them into a concise joke that works is harder for me because I'm just writing what I actually believe. And when you're trying to write punchlines, what you believe um, needs to be more concise than a stream of consciousness that goes on forever.
1: Right. I mean I mean you start with the 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 funny like in stand-up, and then you go into like the skill, building the skill of becoming a a good stand-up comedian. So, a lot of newer comics, they're always, they're either like super funny but green, like they don't know how to. It's like a, a, a like if you just get a gun, like it's dangerous, you just don't know how to use it yet. Yeah. But you have a fucking, you have a weapon on you, right? Yeah. Uh, but of course you get better at, so I felt you when you said you come up with an idea and it takes you time to like, take out all of this stuff and dwindle it down to the funny, but still somewhat, um, poignant, concise, basically like trying to come up with the idea that you had without compromising for the funny.
0: You can't, I'm. It's being married to the intent and not the content like i just right, be married right. to my initial idea versus being like yo those two lines do not serve that joke well you can right. cut that. that's not yeah it's important to you but it's not important to the telling of the joke yeah and that that's the part even now like even being have done it as long as i have i think what 10 years in december mm. is still uh still something i'm i'm doing which I have a question for you. So, I guess on the same topic. So, if, Go ahead. if there was, if you had to produce and write and perform a stand-up special called "The Life of Tim Miller," what would you, what would the, what would you write about?
1: I would write about my time. I would, I would write about my evolution. From so I would start at. I would start at Waco, Texas, where I was born,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I would go through this, my time in the Army, talk about my time at the White House, and then I would talk about starting comedy a month after I got out of the Army. And, are,
0: there, are there parts about your life that matter to you, but you don't think are funny?
1: Mm, I would say there's parts of my life that are funnier. But I think I can make all of it funny. It would just take time. To to your earlier point of, you know, writing out, it writing and editing out certain things. Yeah. I haven't really taken the time to do that for certain parts of my life.
2: Same. I don't same here.
1: I don't talk about, I don't talk about my time at the White House much. I don't talk about being from Waco much. I talk about dating cuz you know that's always funny. I talk about my my whoever I'm dating at the moment, my girlfriend, I talk about my daughter cuz I feel like those things I farm from that easier for funny. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um and I think that's what a lot of comedians don't get. Like I should be more into talking about where I'm from, talking about who I am things like that. Yeah. What was the was this something that you've had to do recently this exercise? Or was it just something you were thinking about? Because you were thinking about writing something for yourself? I mean, both. Okay. uh,
0: So, I mean, I do a show every year at Howard, where essentially, I just challenge myself to write deeper about my life. Okay. Which I I've, it's not something I wanted to do or tried to do, but it was it was something that completely different from what I was doing in comedy clubs where I was just talking about my actual life mm-hmm. and just trying to figure out how I actually feel without thinking what's funny about it. Cause that's that's what I that's what I aspire to do, which doesn't have I don't think that has to be everybody's goal, but I do wanna like when I was writing about not having my dad in my life, I didn't want Uh to be funny. Yeah. I don't want it to be funny. I want you to laugh, but I don't want it to be funny. If that makes any sense
1: at all. I do. I get it. Go ahead. No, no. And I'll I'll say, and I'll say what I was going to, because when you say that, that to me is, so we all have friends that are, um, my grandmother would, Uh, we would go to church and then we would come back to my grandmother's house and me and my cousin would start playing cards. Like we would start playing spades. Mm -hmm. Two, two, one on one, like the worst way to play spades ever. (laughs) I didn't even know you could do that. You can't. It's ridiculous. But my grandmother, (laughs) my, my grandmother would watch us like while she's cooking. And yeah. she and she would curse us out, right? Yeah. This is right after church. Curse us out. <laughs> y'all in there gambling, all that shit in there. Y'all need to go up in there and get to that Bible. We told y'all to we had been to church, like she'll say, will the pastor will say, like, pull out of him. Me, uh, mind you, this is my grandfather's church. And she's the first lady? She's the first lady, <laughs> right, right. They have they had seven members. Right, (laughs) and we were two of them. Right, so they bring us to church, and so if you didn't know, like if you know how they say, let's do a. a, a," They didn't have no choir. We were the choir, right? So everybody would sing, and we had those hymn books. So we had to look through, and she would be mad that it took us that took us so long to find the song. It's at the cross. It's page fifty-four. It's at the cross. Y'all done did this before now. She would bring that up while she's cussing us out about the cards, right? (laughs) So (laughs) my mother would come pick me up because she would be at work. That's why I had to go to church with my grandmother. She would be at work. My mother would come pick me up, and my grandmother would start in on me again, telling my mom (laughs) about me. You need to teach your son. Stop doing all that damn. And my mother would laugh her ass off. Yeah. Because she said that my grandma, I said, Mom, why do you, why is that so funny to you? Your grandmother is so funny when she's mad. She didn't like, she wasn't trying to be funny. She was just talking about me and my cousin. And my mother would be, I don't know if it was because she was tired or whatever, but she just said she's so funny when she's cursing I don't know if it's because she's not supposed to be cursing or what, but so I get that when you said like, it's funny, but it's not supposed to be. I get, that's what I got from it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's like a, it's like an energy thing. It's like, ai don't, I can't explain it. I've I've had people tell me like, um, like doing whole
0: jokes about my childhood and stuff. I've had people say that they've laughed and cried within the same joke. Yeah, that to me is like that's the mm-hmm. best compliment you can. get. I'd rather hear that than hear that you killed because it just, yeah it means that you felt everything that I felt. Yeah, that's, and and I it's it's you know it's different for everybody. Like yeah, there are parts about life that are just not funny. Yeah, but they they can make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And I think I think having the skill set to write a great joke is. Like, for instance, when Chappelle, like, uh, sticks and stones, which is, right. you know, a great special that everybody references, but yeah, yeah. when he when he says the joke, like, because um, you're not gay, he was like, well, Renee, I'm not a nigga either. Yeah. And it's, it was just such a moment of clarity where it's not a punch, tag, 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 like, not the mm-hmm. science, but it's, that, those, that's the, I have, that's, that's, I have a dream to me. Yeah. That's like the moment that everybody's like, concise thought. Now, mind you, he put it together with the skill set. Mm-hmm. But like, when you talk about that story of your mom, you, I can see it. Like, I want to see it. Yeah. Even if, even if it's not a joke that you, it's like, it's we're so creative. I don't want to be too deep. I'm sorry. I feel like I should be like.
2: <laughs> but, uh,
0: but.
1: Tell but us, was, tell us what's on your heart, brother.
0: Right, yeah.
1: I right. <laughs> 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 got Kirk Brinkley and Frank Hemming verses going on in the background. Dog, oh, I was gonna ask you about that. Okay, I'm glad you reminded me. Go ahead. <laughs> but it's like you, we're we're so creative that
0: even if hmm. even if it, it doesn't, if you have ideas that you know are special they may not come through that avenue. Everything may not be a joke, but you could take that story, that story may be a movie. It could be a short. It could be, you know, I think sometimes we be thinking as stand-up comedians so much that we let stories that aren't jokes go to waste.
1: Yeah. And it's like, Um, that
0: could could be a TV show. It could
1: be, I want to see that. It could, I mean, it could be, it could really be anything because, I mean, we have to create I think because funny is such a hard thing that we have to think of things. We have to do so much self-evaluation that we we just grab all kinds of ideas. Like, I talk to my friends, and I have ridiculous ideas. But just like you said, some of them are tweets. Some of them are for IG. Some of them are for... You know just different platforms everything can't be stand up yeah. but for us i think that's the first thing that we take it to is the stage and yeah. some of that shit don't need to be on stage man that's just tweet it and get it out the way like it's, it's that's just not, tweet a, it, man. It's not a premise it is a tweet it's, yeah let it go i yeah. had a joke uh and it was i don't even know what the joke is i just thought it was funny so I was watching these two boxers. They had like, you know how they always do commercials, this person against this person.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, And it was It was two women, but I was going to try to say it was two dudes okay. just so I didn't get in trouble. But of course okay. I still got in trouble, but it was two women and I looked at them and I was like, oh, I know who's going to win because I want to have sex with this one. So the one that I want to have sex with, the other one is going to win. <laughs> that's not even, I don't even know how that's, but that's just the thought that I had, right? Yeah. I took it to the stage. And, and when I tell you that it bombed, <laughs> so. But well, what did you say? What, what, how did it start? The joke, so the joke was, and this is how I was going to, I was going to flip it. I just tell that part of the story. And before I can even get to the second part, which is supposed to be the joke, it's not, uh, uh, it, it was, I didn't even, the audience didn't even like me enough to let me get to the second part. Yeah. But the second part is, it's not because they're women. It's because I'm not supposed to want to have sex with, the, with, with, a, with a violent person. I'm supposed to fear you. And I do this with men too. I was gonna say that, to try yeah. to get myself out of it. It's not, it wasn't, trust me, I did it that one time. But once again, it's a thought that I had, and I, the first place I took it was the stage. That could be a skit. A sketch. Yeah. That's a sketch. That's not a joke. That's not a stand up joke. Now, I think once you start to get better at stand up, you can make things that you couldn't make funny, before, like younger. You can make those funny later, I think, yeah, when you said that,
0: I thought of a joke that I've never told if it works better for you, you can oh, but um i I thought like, isn't it messed up that the currency for people's life troll up
1: is are those your police or are those my police?
0: I mean, do we all do we i don't police?
1: know i I, no, I don't know who. Definitely- it's yours? Okay, house. okay. So if we can wrap this up, thank you for having me on your program. No, I'm just... <laughs> I, could, I don't know who's police... I'm just, I'm just wondering if it's outside my window, if you can hear it over there. No, no, no it's definitely me, it's but yours. I, have, okay. I have said a lot of things on social media that I'm sure people may oh, know. Oh, shit. Not, I don't think they're fucking with people for social media. I think okay. it's more I think it's more the people that are out there in the streets, like... No, the last time we
0: were protesting in Ferguson, a lot of people ended up in the Trump.
1: Damn. All right, well um blackout no, for me. All right. Here go we ahead. Go. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, My bad. Sorry to cut you up. No, no, no. It's definitely police though. I told you they'd be meeting outside Union Station. So I said, yeah, um, isn't it isn't it terrible that the currency for a homeless person's worst trauma is a dollar? Like regardless hmm. of how bad your life has been, the the max, like the the salary cap. what i'll Mm -hmm. give you for your own trauma is a dollar and it's it's the i don't want to say hypocrisy but it's the the weird nature of our world where we get to decide who deserves it like who are we we to choose which made me think of your joke because maybe you can write something that is not divisive to introduce something that is a little more edgy maybe Cause the idea that I wrote this joke, cause this guy was like, you know, I'm broken and I lost everything. I was in the war, my family left me, and I was like, dang, I really feel bad. And I was like, I'm gonna get this through a dollar. And I was like, how bad? How terrible is that? That like out of all of this, man. That's funny.
1: Forty years of brokenness and forty is right. what I have for him. It's like that's you know, funny. The, the, the I, like he's telling you all this stuff, and in your mind, you're like, you know what? You deserve a dollar. <laughs> Your wife left you? Did she leave you for your, be- for your best friend? Damn. How long ago was it? Five years. You know what, man? Let me reach in my pocket for the least amount of foldable paper money that I can give you. Here you go, brother.
0: Let me give you enough to get a McChicken if yeah. you're able to convince someone else to give you
1: 29 more cents.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it a $1.29? Damn. At least you had a family. I can't even. Everybody. Dog, giving somebody a dollar is rude as shit. Cause they can't even get anything. Taxes. It's not ninety nine cent. It's a dollar twenty nine. Damn.
0: Oh my gosh. He's like, I can't get nothing with this. He's like, at least you had a family. That's dog. I mean, what <laughs> am I supposed to break over my life savings
1: for you? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you start you start shaming him. Dwell on the past, nigga. That's all you got. <laughs> your future is terrible, let me tell you. <laughs> you better keep that past on lock. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> yeah. What about? If that's something you can use, you can have that's it. That's yours.
1: What do you mean? That's no, your joke. I don't joke. know
0: what to do with it. That's funny as shit. It definitely goes along with this idea that, like, why should we, I choose? We feel the right to choose when we don't know. Like, what do we know? Yeah, you know, not, you know nothing about boxing. You just know when you look at them, the one that looks
1: cuter, that's the one. The I one I want to fuck is not, I can't, like, that's not a feasible way to choose a winner. <laughs> I shouldn't want to, I don't want to have sex with a uh, uh, cyborg. I don't want to, ugh, that's terrifying. She terrifies me. If I'm I'm going with the one that looks like Foreman. Right, I'm going. <laughs> uh, what uh, What else you been working on? Because I know you've been. Well, well okay. The situation: you're married. Yeah. And you live with your wife. Ideally, yeah. Ideally, and. It's Usually, how it works. She, say what? I said it's usually, it's usually how it works. Well, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's pretty good. I say it. usually. I say usually. Um, but do you like? Are you guys like together all the time because of COVID nineteen? Like, are y'all always near each other?
0: Twenty three hours out of the day. Damn. But That's... but we, we we thoroughly enjoy each other's company. So it has actually been a lot more pleasant. Did
1: you get I, a good mix. Y'all have a good like. You stay over there, I stay over here for a little bit or do you do like a eh, and then back together and in a way and then back together? Or? Well, so
0: my wife is the head of operations for an entire school district. Ah, okay. So she's in the house, but we don't really talk to each other until She's this working. Time. She's yo, yeah, trying to decide what 27 schools are supposed to be doing when they didn't plan to do this. I know. Zoom. I mean, okay. But-
1: <laughs> All right, well,
0: but i mean generally not tomorrow she's, but she's working like 12 14 hours a day so
1: damn
2: okay the time so
0: she's off then it's we we actually spend a good amount of time together and then she's going to sleep to get ready for the next day so it's, yeah, that that yeah. part has been healthy it's not like we're like sitting under each other and not wishing that we could be out of each other's shadow like it's actually a pretty healthy balance here
1: yeah i think that's the real that's the real way to go um, yeah. so because some people are clingy and some people get, like, needy and all that shit. And now is not the time for clingy. Now, like, I will I will say this.
0: We live in L.A. My right. wife is homesick because her nieces and nephews are small and she can't see them. So that right. part, that's the only part that's like... There are a few episodes of MasterChef and Married at First Sight that I do watch to make up for that. <laughs> but other than that, no, nah, it's... it's I I feel for the people who are not satisfied with who they're quarantined with.
1: I know, man. I was thinking of that. This shit has really pushed some relationships, man. (laughs) Um, Because that's like the big thing. Is like you, some people just coast, like you coast on a feeling. And you go, in the back of your mind, you go, I know this person ain't the one. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, And I guarantee you, like, a lot of people were like, I mean, I guess we can quarantine together. Why not? And then (laughs) after a good week, good two weeks, and they go, nigga, I mean.
0: I didn't know I was quarantining a disease and a civil war. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) This is... (laughs) This was the wrong time to settle. In life. Oh man, never, dog. This this right here teaches you never settle. The person <laughs> that you need to be with, find them, dog. Don't play around. Listen, stop settling, man. That is hilarious. It's are real. Y'all, are y'all watching a lot of shows together, or are y'all kind of um, once again? So, before all of this happened, yes.
0: <laughs> this has dominated our consumption. Yeah. We kind of backed up because it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Being woke is depressing. Yeah. Like, man, I want to go to sleep. I don't want to be woke today. Yeah. I'm going to scroll through it, but it sure would be nice to just laugh. So, I'll tell you <laughs> what we've been doing. We've been There's nothing. <laughs> we've been watching we discovered a YouTube series that used to be on TV called Paternity Court. It's a sister, her name is- Maury? No, no,
1: no, 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 Isn't that Maury? This is much better than Maury. <laughs> Maury Povich? No. Okay, it's better than Maury. How is that, because they cuss each other out and they don't bleep them out, they don't? <laughs> it's a It's
0: a sister who's the judge. So oh, Lord, it's not like Maury coming out and like trying to incite the crowd, it's the judge. It's like essentially a black woman's commentary on how much you've messed up. Damn. Which is very, it's quite, because you know, is like, so you did what? And the whole crowd's like, oh. But she's like, are you stupid? Are you a hoe? What's yeah. wrong with you? It's like, wow, that's what I would have said. Thank right. you. So we've been watching, we've been binge watching Paternity Court, which is, and then we watched the, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary.
1: Oh, I've been trying to watch it, man. I watch I watch a little bit of it and then leave, like go outside for a walk, man. It's uh it's a
0: sad time for your soul when you need child molestation to get your mind off (laughs) of racism. It's like
1: (laughs) why is this my go-to? Why do I need this to rest my soul? This is dog I've scrolled past that shit, and I was like, all right, Jerry Seinfeld's special, man, fuck it. And <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled back through it, and then I watched Jerry Seinfeld's old special. Like, I'm just – I've been trying to avoid it, man. I watched that documentary about the media. Have you watched that one? Uh, Trial by Media? Yeah, man. That was great. That's but That's depressing, too. That's like – a lot of those documentaries were about other times when police brutality or <laughs> like just random white people killed black people. But you, you know why you can't, <clears throat> I love
0: documentaries. Sorry
1: about that. Go ahead. Oh, I oh you say you doc- love document?
0: I love documentaries. It's like probably my favorite thing to watch. If I could watch anything, I would watch documentaries
1: all day long. They are good, man. They are but, really good. They get you into something that you would never really, you, like you wouldn't care about usually. At all. Like the, yeah. like the Last Dance, the Jordan documentary. That was great. I but that's, ripped, that's, I really that's Jordan it. though. That's Jordan though. We knew everybody was going to be watching that one. Yeah. But that <laughs> one was, it was good though. Don't get me wrong.
0: But you can't make a documentary based on life. It, there has to be some sensationalism for you to enjoy it. Like you can't make a documentary about a guy who, he's like, I loved my life. I lived it the right. right way. And then I died.
1: Like, right. You will watch an hour of that and then be like, why? What? What? You know what, though? I, don't, I doubt that there's anybody out there that, would, that was just born, lived a, an entire life, and then died. And there's like nothing happened. That, I think that's how interesting, uh, depending on how a shot a good documentary about that one person, I guarantee you, you would watch that.
0: <clears throat> I don't because there, was, go ahead.
1: Sorry. If someone had to make <clears throat> a
0: documentary about my life, uh uh-huh. I would watch it and be surprised at the things that they thought was interesting enough to make a documentary about. Because I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the hard part, I think. I. I think making documentaries sometimes Sometimes those people start with an idea of what it should be about. And in shooting, they, it, it turns out completely different. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would watch a documentary. I mean,
0: thank you, brother. Um, Cause you just, you just skip over decades. You're like, yeah, I would talk about, if I had to do a special, I'll talk about <laughs> growing up in Waco and then being at the white house.
1: I think like, a lot of, it's a lot of years in between that. Oh, I guess I guess my time in the army—I would talk about that too.
0: (laughs) That's still like twenty years. It's like eighteen years in between that. People, yeah, I guess anything happened
1: to you when you were ten? Were you ten at any point in your life? Yeah, but it wasn't. No, my life. (laughs) To me, the shit is like, yeah, I was ten and I had big teeth and everybody talked about my big teeth and my, um, I don't know. I didn't get bullied a lot. I didn't get, you know, I I I have some confidence from nowhere. I don't know where it came from. Um but it's got me this far. Always had it? No. No. Um maybe in the last after I moved to DC, after I after I got the job. I think mostly after I started doing comedy. But it just started building. Once I got plucked out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to come to D.C. to go to the White House, I was like, huh, I'm special. Yeah. And then doing, going through that time and then, you know, just, just little things just kind of fed my ego a little bit. So I just try to be in the middle. I try to have the confidence but not, you know, exude myself on anybody. Or what's it called? When you try to make your like make your presence felt, I don't know how to explain it, but I see people doing it all the time, like posturing. I see a lot of people doing that shit, and I'm like, "Why are you acting? You you must be in pain somewhere. Like, why are you acting like this? If you just, if you rob a bank, It'd be cool. You rob a bank tomorrow. I think we have enough to work with. <laughs> I got to do <laughs> some. Just... I got to do some illegal before people count.
0: <laughs> we could just. I, I mean I want you to live forever but I'm just saying as is. If you just get a good ending. I think we're good.
1: There's enough to work with it. <laughs> I got to get covid. That's the only other thing that can happen. <laughs> I got to get covid now. <laughs> Shit, I talked about I talked about having uh 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 kidney disease. I talked about having cancer. That's why I did the like I did that's what the joke came from for True TV is uh. the the checks that they had to do, it was like some really rare cancer, and really, yeah, and um, they did the checks, and it wasn't like they were looking for breast cancer though because I had lumps here, but I didn't have breast cancer. It was a different kind of cancer, but that was almost the end. Not really, but it was like a. There was I. I had some time, and we caught it like right at the, incep, like right at the beginning. That's what it's. That
0: was when Rodman came to the Bulls.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you mean. Like the the tip of the story. So we gotta have a a, a Vegas story then. Like <laughs> we gotta have a Jordan going <laughs> to get Rodman in Vegas story. Um, dang. My my mixed daughter maybe I don't know. <clears throat> that will be, yeah, that will be it. That's Rodman. <laughs> that's Rod, Rodman and Carmen Electra. That works oh, out. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. I think, <laughs> I think we're on to something here. <laughs> I got to get a film crew first. <laughs> <clears throat> What's funny, I probably shouldn't say this. I am working on a documentary about myself, though. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm doing, um, all right, this is kind of the first time I'm mentioning it. I don't know when I'm going to be able to put it out. But basically, the story is I go out uh, in D.C. The story is D.C. has, has grown so much in comedy that mm-hmm. I've, I literally did. I said, how many sets can I do in a night?
2: Mm.
1: And it was six. Dang. So, but it's just open mics, though. Um, Andrew Schultz did something like this, but he did, like, real shows in New York. And then another guy did like the record amount of open mics, or record amount of shows in one night. He did like 23, 23, 25, something, like, something crazy. That's just to prove a point. I, that, I mean, if you can do it, he. I mean, he, he hit the world record. But for me, I just wanted to talk about what's going on in my mind between each show. Hmm. And figuring out how to get the audience either involved or what to do to win them over shit. Give me just a second. You got it. Um, but basically figure out what to do, figure out what to do to win them over. And you know, I just don't know when I'm gonna put it out yet. I still haven't figured it out, but yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> that's fire. What's your, um,
0: what's your, uh, comedy birthday?
1: Uh, August 15th. Oh, maybe. Hmm. That's a good idea. But that's a long time from now, though. I can do all kind of shit between now and then. I mean, you could promote it. I could, yeah. That, oh, June, I it's do. like uh, I know. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Like I'm, I know, man. I know. And people I'm, are still going to be home, I think.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Even I think if so. They, if they lift the band tomorrow... Yeah. My wife. That was
2: terrible.
0: <laughs> uh, she did not sign her release
1: form. She didn't she did like it. want to be on camera at all. Don't put me on camera. I don't want to hear that. I was te- I was telling them we were watching a uh, paternity court. Oh, that's <laughs>
0: that's
1: our yes. <her> favorite.
0: We <laughs> need people. We need people's brokenness to distract us from to our keep own.
1: y'all happy. Yeah, y'all need y'all, <laughs> needs, y'all needs people's misery to keep y'all happy. <laughs> uh, legit. It is funny to wa- laugh at other people's pain though. Oh. Have to Somebody got to laugh somehow. I know. Uh-huh. So what's what's something new you're working on right now, joke wise? All
0: right. So this uh, it's a bunch of stuff, but I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll go through one. So I feel like they're just they're pre pre-COVID, pre-protest jokes.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. now, that, now that I have ideas for jokes in this climate, it just feels weird to want to talk about it. Because I don't want to talk about anything other than that, what's going on. But You're right. I do have something that I've been working on. So I was writing this joke about the relationship between Jewish people and Black people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is pre this is definitely pretty. I okay, okay. I've been writing this for weeks. And um so the joke goes, um I have a, a Jewish friend named Rick and um I didn't there's parts about the Jewish community that I that I never ever knew. I didn't know that being a Jew was a superpower. Like I didn't, okay. I didn't, that it was such a superpower. I remember talking to my friend, um, Rick one day and telling him something about being black. And he answered with a comment that I haven't written yet, but I go to tell him like, that's racist. And he says, w- how can you say I'm racist? I'm, I'm a, you must be mistaken. I'm a Jew from Poland. Right. And I was flabbergasted. I didn't even know black people could. I know I didn't know that was a possibility to even do. Like I didn't know you could just use your religion to get out of social commentary. It's crazy. Okay, it's a, it's something that I wish black people could do. Right. I, I wish we could do that. Like if police pulled us over, like get out the car, nigga. And I'm like, nigga, you you must be mistaken, officer. I'm a I'm a Baptist from Jersey. Right. And so I I wrote that right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think of a analogy or a picture to sort of sum it all up. And from that picture, I got this one image that I can't get out of my head. And now I've been writing a joke about it, but I'm trying to piece it all together so that it makes sense through and through. So I got this idea of racial dodgeball. Mm. And, and how the country seems like it is a two-sided dodgeball game between white people and people of color. And before the game starts, you know, in the game of dodgeball, all the balls are in the middle and um, people are waiting for the gun to go off so everybody can run and get their balls. And this is all to just discuss how Jewish people see themselves in the society. I asked Rick. He's actually, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I, there's an actual guy named Rick who I talked to about this, just to hear his opinion on how mm-hmm. Jewish people relate in modern America.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I said, "Where, if if there, if it was, if it were a dodgeball game, where would Jewish people find themselves?" And he said, "Either under the bleachers." What he said was in the attic, but I can't say that. That's not that's not a joke for me to tell. I was like, "Nope." So I said what what else would be the equivalent? And he said, under the bleachers. And he explained that, that while that Jewish people don't when you when someone says they're Jewish, they're not saying that they are practicing the religion of Judaism, that they relate it's a race. Right. right. They're literally yeah, yeah.
1: saying it. It's also there, yeah, like black isn't a religion. Jewish is A race and a religion. So,
2: I think Judaism
1: is, you know, the religion. Which is correct, which is right. Right, but you didn't know that or you didn't know? I did not know. I didn't
0: know when I thought someone made, when someone said that they were Jewish. Yeah. I thought that it, look, when I grew up, we had a Jewish guy who lived on the street, but we didn't say that's, the Jewish guy down the street, we're like, that's the white guy down the street. He was just yeah. the white guy on the block. The fact that he was Jewish didn't, we didn't consider mm-hmm. the idea of like putting him into a box. He was just the white guy down the street. Mm-hmm. So I just been working on this idea of dodgeball and how it fits
1: into the frame of our society. It's that's not a pre COVID, but that's a, that's definitely a sketch you can You can just tell by how long it is that that's definitely a sketch. It's also funny that whole the whole story is is funny. if you can put yeah. more jokes in the like the thing with the attic that's a that's a definite punch yeah and if you're just telling the story of how you didn't know that jewish and Judaism were two different things. That's a funny story. Yeah. But all of that is funny to me. But the attic—I love the attic thing.
2: Just so, the oh, just
1: the response, like, oh, uh, they'd be in the attic. Like, I can't say that. I can't. Like they're la- like they'd be laughing right now. You just talk. You just talk over them. Yeah. I see that happening in my mind. So. <clears throat>
0: In my mind, when the dodgeball game starts, if the analogy works out correctly, the gun goes off, and for some reason, black people are or people of color are distracted from their opportunity to go and grab all the balls that they can. <laughs> By the time they look up, the white the white side has grabbed all the balls, except for two, and we grab what we can get, and that is rhythm and seasoning, right? And and those are the only two balls that we have to start with. But we're right. gonna make it work. <clears throat> and as soon as the game starts, we look up and somebody on our side is
1: already hit. It makes and that we, noise too. That that dodgeball noise.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: we look to see what they got hit with, and it was the, N-word. It yeah. was the N word. Yeah. The ball was
1: the N-word. Right. And all right, cool. They hit us with it, but at least we got it now. No, and, that's a funny sketch. Like, they're saying the stuff as they throw the ball. And also, you have to say what they're distracted by. I know. I just don't know what that is yet. What, what we're distracted by is how we are going to uh, uh, play the game. So, hmm. if they're lining up, to play dodgeball. So if they're starting to play, right? If they're starting somebody, a, a person of color says something, a white person says something, and they go back and forth a little bit, all you hear is like a whistle. I mean, you can record this at like an old gym. You hear a whistle, and then they're on the line, right? They're standing against the wall. And the people of color are... Um, like there's a referee and he's getting ready to blow the whistle and the people of color are talking about each other. Look at your shoes. Are you going to wear this to the game? This is what you're wearing to the game. All right, everybody. I'm about to blow the whistle. What, I mean, what is, what are we supposed to, so are we supposed to run up and get the balls? Like we can't, they can't just hand us the balls. Like why we got to go. All right, guys, here we go. And all the, of course, all the white people are, are ready to go. Yeah. They blow the whistle and then they come and get the balls, and that's how we only get end up with two.:
0: Yeah. what nationality do you see the referee
1: being? Asian Asian or who's usually neutral? Is there a such thing as racially neutral? I don't think so. I just think that Asians, usually when Asians get it, it's from both sides. And I think at some point, they, they should get it. Like the, the referee should get hit in the face by one of the balls on the, from the white side, though. <laughs> just because.
0: It's just an American Indian. <laughs> yes. Native,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's funny. Yeah, I but think I, it's funny. Thank you. But it's the challenge. The challenge definitely is the challenge is getting it on stage. But the sketch, I think, if you write it out, that's a funny sketch.
0: Dude. Yeah, I can. I think that's the thing. Like you said, like I think so many ideas that we don't know how are going to make it to the stage, are just like sketch like I, there's no way that I don't I have no idea how Clayton Bigsby would have been a joke. Right. But it's a genius sketch. Yeah. Like the the nigger family. Great great sketch.
1: Mhm. But Yeah. You kind of you get like two or three lines, I think. And then you kind of have to you know in color bar, you kind of have to do like
0: a uh they, they put a, um, they, they put that, uh, ambra, they put that Amber alert sound to let us know when On your time. phone. That's the curfew. Damn. Oh, yeah. They let you know, like, time to go in the house. <laughs> if you're out, we can arrest you. They arrested everybody yesterday.
1: Shit. Yo, um, we're, we're on punishment. Yeah. Y'all are grounded. We're on American punishment. Yeah, <laughs> y'all are grounded. <laughs> It's man, it's messed up because y'all got whoopings too. <laughs> God, y'all got grounders
0: and a whooping. And a stern talking to on Twitter. <laughs> y'all
1: gonna go home without dinner and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Trump, Trump made us go home before the streetlights oh, came. Oh yeah, he, he's worse than Mama. Yeah. oh my goodness yeah they got us on a real curfew bro you got any you got anything else like quick or
0: no I think that's it I mean I just it's
1: uh that's the only one well I I mean I don't want to dominate with jokes I've been writing oh okay all right uh I got one um so my girlfriend was white and, or for this joke, my girlfriend was white. And my super militant friends are like, you know, brother, they was um, white women, you gotta watch them. They might be trying to fetishize you as a black man. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I, there's no way that my girlfriend is fetishizing me. We had sex twice in a month. Uh, I'm not a fetish. I'm in a loving relationship. Twice in a month, is completely normal for any relationship. So I think we're okay.
0: I like it. All right. So I'll tell you what I love about that joke. I love the first line, my girlfriend was white. (laughs) Because it it leaves you the room to say, what is she now?
1: Right, right. (laughs) In your head.
0: my girlfriend was white. Because it's not my ex-girlfriend. Right, right. Which could have been an easier transition. It is. My ex-girlfriend was white. But to leave it, leave a small question mark to say, my girlfriend was white. I like the question marks. She could be black now. She could be dead.
1: Right. But she was white. I love the question marks.
0: Yeah, that can leave you a lot of room. Yeah. And uh, I love the idea that you can't,
1: you can't have a complex every other week, right? That's a every at least every night, or I'm saying at least once a week. It's got to be like a a chain and a and a whip, and a there's got to be a slave master scenario at least once a week for for it to be a fetish.
0: Who 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 fantasizes about like oh I can't wait to get this mandingo. The Tuesday after next,
2: yeah, like that's
1: <laughs> like this is a that's a ridiculous thing to have to schedule, right? And who doesn't want to be fetishized? Like how who? I mean, I don't understand why. That's I gotta watch out for that, you know. <laughs> Never mind, she's got a whip, and she might, you know, I might get hung, or her she has family or whatever that might come and kill me at some point, you know, take over my body or whatever. No, no, no. She might want me for too much sex. That's what they want me to worry about. Like, be careful, brother. She's going to want to make love to you all night. It's like, and? Dog, I don't understand why that. Yeah, man, she's going to, like, love that shit. She's going to love it. Man, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, okay. What would be the opposite of that, though? this is a weird thing to worry about i thought as opposed to being like hey you know make your lady happy or being a love being a relationship where you two care about each other this person was worried about whether or not uh not only was it like not me don't don't get me wrong i understand why being fetishized is kind of strange. It's, uh, um, but I, I, mostly I see it, like I see in movies, women getting fetishized like for being like overweight or like a certain race by white guys, but I'm a, I'm a dude, so. I don't,
0: I don't think white women in Oklahoma have a fetish? I don't think they dream at night of watching a black man telework. Right. <laughs> like, it's not, if, yeah. If you're gonna fantasize, you fantasize about like LeBron or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or like a Kevin Hart or somebody. Yeah, somebody. But you know what, though, you don't fantasize about a black man making an Excel spreadsheet.
1: No, they fantasize. <laughs> you know what they fantasize about? A black man uh, uh a, a gangster they fetishize about like hood the hood and shit like that
0: right ooh tell i me love ab- a black man who has his
1: taxes in order like, yeah what? tell me tell me about your life did your baby mama like <laughs> kick you out the house ooh like that right there <laughs> that would be a problem <laughs> so maybe hilarious. Maybe- Maybe your
0: fetish is a, a white woman who's never had a black man fetish before. Cause mm-hmm. now you, it, everything you do is so impressive. Like,
1: you, know, <laughs> you mean you mean uh that's a very nice way of saying, Tim, you ain't you don't do hood shit, dog. But <laughs> well, that's the point. But I it's do, but I don't not the popular hood shit. I don't do that, but I got a baby mama, she's white. But she's white and we get along. <laughs> that ain't hood. I'm I'm stereotype adjacent. Yeah. I <laughs> I've, I've tried to break the stereotypes. That might be funny. I've tried to break <laughs> the stereotypes. I went to <laughs> me and my baby mom get along so well. I went to Disney World with her and my new girlfriend. <laughs> No joke. I wish I could show you a picture. you serious? Yeah, we went to Disney World last year. (laughs) Wait, what? All four of us. Y'all all all knew y'all were going? Yeah, we went together. We traveled together, everything. But we didn't. My daughter stayed with her mom in their room. Me and my girlfriend stayed in my room. And then we would go out to, um, I don't know if you've been to Disney World, but they have different parks. We went to the Magic Kingdom first day. Animal Kingdom the second day. And then I think we took a day off and went to Epcot. But, but yeah, we all went together. That's a, well. that might be funny. That's a great angle to have
0: the idea that you don't break stereotypes, you just bend them. Yeah, like I can't, I can't get into them. You just bend them ever so softly. Like as hard as I
1: try. can't break stereotypes.
0: (laughs) But you're just like stretching the stereotype out of shape. Like it's not.
1: Oh, you just wrote, you just kind of gave me a new idea. Thanks.
0: That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, Okay. What
1: you got? That
0: is. That's incredible. I would love to hear more ways that you just bend stereotypes. Uh, Let's see. All right. So I've been working on this joke about the Olympics. which, (laughs) which Where did that come from? All right. So I'll tell you exactly where it came from. Okay. I was watching a... A documentary on Netflix called World War II in Color. Okay. And it, they were just talking about, I, st- I started off with a documentary about Jesse Owens because I was just okay. curious to learn. More. And then I started reading up on the 36 Olympics. Okay. So I was like, oh, snap. I didn't realize, I guess I realized, but I never put together that the 36 Olympics was so close to World War Two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me read up let me at least watch the world war II doc and see if I can learn what the parallels were. And it was in Berlin. It was yet yeah, the whole entire thing was Hitler a, was there. It was an initiative <laughs> on his part mm-hmm. to essentially to show his superiority, a false image. While not only was he preparing a militia that he wasn't supposed to based on world war one,
1: right. But
0: it was to prove that the Aryan race was superior yeah but, but that but that's just with the athletes with within the the whole concept of like the um, olympic like where did the athletes stay and how beautiful germany was they were trying to sell that germany was like this beautiful oasis of life when mm-hmm. secretly they were preparing to like take over other places right I, that was like genius it's like stuff that i didn't know hitler started like hitler started the lighting of the olympic torch i didn't know that yeah it's Hitler's idea. We right. still
1: do it. Yeah. We're still doing Hitler things. It's like taking a little shit that he actually do we um can we keep that? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like wow. Yeah, it's kind of neat. So I wrote a joke when I was writing it. That that's funny. Talking. That's funny the fact that he all his hatred and he, and he's like he came up with this beautiful ceremony <laughs> yes yes we will destroy uh, can we have them run up and show their love for the olympics with <laughs> yeah und-
0: comes up hitler just comes up with all these great ideas like he's yeah. like i should come
1: up with a new program called soul train like everything is just <laughs> this shit is beautiful <laughs> Did he come up with everybody wearing those stupid-ass, like, whatever their country's suit is and meeting in the park and, like, walking in that circle? Did he come up with that shit? He came up with the um,
0: the leaderboard, like, the actual leaderboard, to show which countries are ahead in gold medals. Oh, so the okay. Stuff they show on the screen now. Right. That was his idea so that the whole time they could be reminders to the whole world that the Aryan race was superior. Right. Right. Jesse Owens essentially came and destroyed it. <laughs> Jesse Owens was like, "Huh, which out?" <laughs> and he was—he was 22. Like, don't get me started. Like, it was—it was just a fascinating. it just like, didn't did fit
1: at all. At all, it's crazy. You know?
0: So, mm. I wrote this joke about the Olympics that I don't—I don't even understand why we still do the Olympics, based on the what I mm. saw and consumed from World War II, like. I don't understand how you can go to war with a country and then compete in gymnastics. Like, I understand if, like I understand if this is like a friendly competition amongst allies, but, Mm -hmm. but we've gone to legitimate war. Like I, 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 I don't like you. I've dropped atomic bombs on your people and now we're playing basketball. Like that's ridiculous to me. Like, Who's, whose idea was it to whose idea was it to drop a militia on a country and then tell them and we can swim faster than you too
1: and yeah and we, <laughs> how does that not end up in fist fights like everywhere <laughs> they go like it's swimming uh, no it's boxing oh it's uh shot put no it's boxing no we about to we fighting everywhere we go we fight <laughs> I just shot a cannon at you six months ago. And then I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> we, we ain't throwing this. I'm, th- I'm throwing a spear at your face, fam. This javelin is
0: <laughs> like, you don't, you don't, you don't have a shootout with the Crips and the Bloods and then they play tic-tac-toe.
1: Yeah. That's like not not, how it works. You don't play spades after that shit. <laughs> you don't play. <laughs> hey, these days, Hey, they trying to play spades, dog. They to get your best, too. We're going to get our best, too. we going to play dominoes, nigga. He shot my cousin, cuz. us them wrestle. Like, yeah. nah, it's, no. No. It's, it's quite backwards. <laughs> we ain't playing pencil break, nigga. We ain't <laughs> <laughs> he playing table football while they talking. You killed my cousin. Put your fingers up, nigga. <laughs> Give me some loosely paper cuz. <laughs> Y'all don't know how to fold. Hey, we're going to use regulation <laughs> folded paper footballs, nigga. <laughs> That's funny, man. They're not going They go to war. Who do we go to war with and then go to the Olympus with and look at side-eyed like, hmm? <laughs> go your boy. <laughs> you see your boy? That ain't my boy. That's your boy. You I was like saying that last week when I was killing you, son. Yeah, I like that line. Like we we bomb you and we can swim faster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just because I was I was looking up Olympic, um, I was looking up Olympic competitions and none of them are tough. It's like gymnastics, right. skiing, basketball, boxing yeah. is probably the only like real. That's content. the only one. Yeah, everything else is all like like who Combat. cares about gymnastics, like.
1: Fencing. I mean, is it? Don't they do Taekwondo too? Though they do They do all kind of other stuff too. But hey,
0: let me ask you this though: Have you ever seen an international Taekwondo bout?
1: No. They don't even <laughs> they don't even air them shits. That dude, that I can't remember what country he was from, but he had like, he didn't have a shirt on, toga or something like that, and he was a Taekwondo champ. Didn't see the fight. The only they time just I about him see, with see shirt off. The only time I see Olympic boxing matches is in documentaries. I've never seen one live. I know. They every now and then they show. See, it's those off times when they show. Black people only watch like five things. We watch basketball. <laughs> we watch track and field, and summer summer Olympics. We watch five damn things. My dad would watch figure skating, but he was a creep. But <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I think some we watched gymnastics because Biles was in it, and my daughter wanted to see it. Oh, yeah. But that's all we watched. Some of that other stuff they'll have, you might be bored. You might watch. I mean, it's the summertime. That's why they do that, I think. Some of that stuff, it was one where the dude, they would, they would shoot something. It was like five different things. Okay. So they would ride a bike. They had a gun, like a, a goof, like a – not even like a real gun. It's like a BB gun or something on their back. And then they take that off, get into prone position and shoot a target. And then they got to get up and go run a thing. And then they run around in a circle. And then whoever wins that that's like, that's just made up shit. Y'all just make that up. It sounds like the plot of American gladiators dog. It's, it sounds like people go, you can't swim. You can't play basketball. (laughs) You can't run track? All right, well, do this. Do all of this shit. Do five things. <laughs> Basketball players do one thing. That's how you know you suck at sports, where you got to do five to compete. Like, <laughs> you got to do five or six. <laughs> Can you imagine training for five damn things? <laughs> you lose your mind. <laughs> you have a social life. <laughs> you got to do the Hokey Pokey of sports sports just to make it just to compete did i beat them no you were off by a fraction of a second i just i
0: just just see like some guy in training for this competition who's like none of these skill sets match none of my training is consistent
2: yeah
1: why, what exercises? Why am I doing these exercises? What it's, talent did you discover as, <laughs> as a young boy? You know when you playing basketball, like when you playing sports? Like I could jump, and I was fast, right? And I was like, okay, basketball it is, right? What's the talent that you discover that you go, you know what? I can do the bicycle shot, shot uh, BB gun, uh, uh, run track thing. I can do that.
2: <laughs> what the
1: fuck? The thing about the thing
0: about football players is you identify them at an early age in P. Yes. Football. What do you have to do? Is this some kid like learning how to ride a bike for the first time and his dad is like, this kid is on to something.
1: Dog, <laughs> you need to learn how to shoot a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is called a this is called a daisy. All you do
2: floop, 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 floop. <laughs> He's
1: just waiting there with a BB gun after he saw him ride a bike. <laughs> if you, you don't, you know this them. is next.
0: <laughs> if you can dedicate yourself to 16 hour day trainings for right. the next 19 years, you can shoot BB guns with the You best
1: might be able to win a gold medal at the <laughs> old, ripe old age of 38. <clears throat> that's how old them all. All of them. There was no <laughs> young people doing that shit. They were all like, "That's how. That's how you know your sport is terrible." Is when you've, you've, this is her third Olympic, tri- third? That's 12 years. <laughs> you can still do this shit and win?
0: Yo, <laughs> no. they, they are they are to other Olympic <laughs> Olympic athletes what punters and lawn snappers are the Yes.
1: they're
0: like you're on the team but we're not we're not sprinting together.
1: Bruh, you you 45 years old. Hey, just put me out when they kicking, man. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I just run out there to kick, man. <laughs> you know, you know your daddy played with Adrian Peterson, right? Like, what? Right. you, do, daddy? What? <laughs> the one, it's you I and think. your son playing. <laughs> I used to be out on the field six times a year. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right, man. Tell them, tell them where they can find you, man.
0: That BB gun thing. I'm gonna be thinking about that for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to me. Uh man, find me online on social media at of K A Y. That's the life of k a y. Check out my website, thelifeofkay.com. and please check out my podcast, the life of anywhere where podcasts are. Oh yeah, okay. And so you gotta do my podcast, man. We yeah, gotta definitely. We got to holler,
1: man. We're um, gonna talk
0: about all that time you left out in your life when you was ten. I know.
1: <laughs> okay, right quick though. So did you see the Fred Hammond? Of course, Kirk Franklin. What did you? What did you? Uh, what did you think? It was. Uh,
0: it was incredible. Mm. As, as somebody who grew up in church their whole life, yep. that was. Uh, that is. That's my Jay-Z and Nas.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That is literally Jay-Z and Nas to me. Yeah. so It was encouraging and very, very timely because everything with with George Floyd had just, so it was, it was, it was perfect. Godly timing. It was the Mm -hmm. exact hope that was needed at the time. And this may not be a note to a lot of people, but it was definitely a note to me that, The thing about Kirk and Fred that is different than what a lot of people may think about gospel artists is that they are very aware of the times. Like Kirk Franklin is super transparent about his struggles, about, I mean, he's talked about everything from sex to depression to racism. So I think it was really cool for a lot of people to see that people who are that connected to God can be really connected to the world as well. Cause a lot of people, think that there's a difference between the two, and it really isn't we we are no. people who are serious about well, I don't want to say serious about their faith but people who identify themselves as Christians or churchgoers or anything of that nature can still be a part in the world and see what the world's going through and have belief systems and have questions and conversations and can be wrong and can be right and can be informed and can inquire if and, ev- and evolve. Yeah, And I think th- those, those, those were two great examples of that, along with all of the hope that they gave that I think people in the church and outside the church needed.
1: Yeah. What was your favorite part?
0: My favorite part was uh, Kirk dancing with his wife. Oh. That was just the best part, just because it had nothing to do with the song at all. <laughs> he, just to, he just wanted to be out there
1: with his wife.
0: It's, he just wanted to have a good time with his wife. And the yeah. beat, it, it just, it, it's, it's a black truth that if the beat is good, it doesn't really matter. Just have a good time.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just what, it was black love. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good time. And it was good music. That was probably my favorite moment. And Tamela Man came on and said, Take him to the King. Mm. You know, even thugs know Kirk Franklin.
1: Yeah. Like hardcore thugs. I mean, Kurt no. Frank have been around forever, dog. Silver Four. and gold. <laughs> I sing because I'm. Come on, someone ask the question. Come on now, oh man, you can't, dog. That's see, that's what I grew up on. I'm, if we had to, this wasn't supposed to be one of those like, oh, he. It's a, it's a real battle. The verses to me haven't been like that. Yeah. The other, I think there's maybe one or two. The One with Manny Fresh and um, Scott Scott Storch. Yeah. That one that was like, oh, they don't like each other. Well, yeah. Manny Fresh don't like him either way. Yeah. But this one, this didn't seem like that. The one with Beanie Man and um, Bounty Killer, that didn't seem like they were against each other. And, Everybody's like complimenting each other and. Yeah, it, that's not. Yeah.
0: It's, it was love and. I will say this, let me know, cause you probably see more than, it was the best sounding
1: one too. It was something about, see, I think what they made them do is be together because they've had a couple where they were in different places and it sucks. Yeah. And they say, look, y'all, if y'all can be together, be together. Stop trying to be on on this stream. Something happens when one person is there and the other person dials in or the other, they try to get the other person to come in there, their signal comes in like half or comes in weaker. So the one with Jagged Edge and 112, Jagged Edge is, like, was jacked up. The one with Teddy Riley and uh, Babyface, Teddy Riley's was messed up. Teddy Riley so on a sofa, a verb. Teddy yeah. Riley became a verb. Now it's yep. like, oh, here you go. Here you go, Teddy Riley. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. That brother invented New Jack Swing, and that's the only thing he's gonna be remembered for <laughs> is, is that goatee, that fuzzy ass goatee, and that dancing dude. Yeah, what you want with this? This here's the battle, baby. We can't even see you, brother. We can't hear you. You sound like garbage. And uh um, Question. If two comedians
0: had to do a versus bit for bit, who would you have? Bit for bit?
1: Like they had to go one bit for bit one in a um, versus And they've tried this a couple times. Tony, um, yeah, what's his, uh, Deon Cole went against, um, Kevin Hart was doing it too. I think there's a few people trying to do it, but I don't think they're taking the time. It's different with comedy. They're yeah. going at each other. They're doing like the dozens. They're going back and forth. That's like any, any hood game that, 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 uh, that we used to play when we were younger or, you know, anytime we get around other comics. But, but I, don't, I don't mean like the dozens. Tony Roberts. But you mean jokes, joke for joke.
0: I mean, literally, I'm playing, I'm playing a joke from one of my
1: specials. You play a joke from one of your specials. That's kind of what I would want to see, actually. Um, who has a lot of specials? White, black, don't matter? don't matter. Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock. Because I think they both have a good amount of specials. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock.
0: I want to see Rock and Chappelle.
1: Rock and Chappelle. You think, you think Chappelle can go? You know what? <clears throat> I think that would be a tight one.
0: Because you're only doing 20. It's just 10 and 10.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And then you just play the audio. Mm-hmm. Maybe the audio and video from. Damn. Yeah, huh. but I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. That would be good. But Kevin Hart was trying to go against Atheon and. I don't know why we all, why do we always feel like we have to, for lack of a better, why do we feel like we always have to high side on each other? Well, Uh, we always have to put each other down. I don't understand why that has to be the thing. Yeah, I'm, uh. Like people were getting mad that Erica Badu and Jill Scott were so nice to each other. Like this ain't no battle. They like each other. Right. What are we do what are we watching for? Well I mean. I don't why know. Why are you getting upset about that? It's so strange. But <clears throat> oh my favorite part of the verses with uh uh Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin was uh uh Marvin Sapp.
0: I didn't see that part.
1: Ooh. You gotta see it, man. You gotta see it. They he comes out and um they did they did I guess they did a song together. And you can see in the chat, people are like, "Never would have made it." I want to. You need to. I want to hear, "Never would have made it." Everybody was. <laughs> Tony Baker was in there. Never would have made it, man. And he steps off camera, and Kirk Franklin pulls him right back on camera. and Said, eh, eh, "Come on back over here." And he, you know, he has that keyboard right there. Go ahead and go ahead and. They they told me to bring you out here. You know what for? And then he starts playing and you never would. Man. Toe it
0: up. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, I, I also want to do another versus where comics who've been doing stand-up for 10 years or less have to play their worst bombs and we vote on which one was actually worse.
1: So we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years or less? Dog. It don't have to be 10 years or less. It can be... <laughs> you know what I'm talking... I'm not talking about like a set that you do what, no, I'm talking about bomb, (laughs) dog. Yo, why are you so excited right now? (laughs) That's a good idea, yo. You know what? I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that with, I'm gonna challenge somebody. I challenge you. (laughs) I have done more for comedy. (laughs) I bombed like this. This is how bad I bombed. (laughs) And I'm still doing comedy. <laughs> Dog, that's a good idea. I just want to be I just want to be there when it happens. Dog, that's a good idea. It. I'm gonna find somebody that bombed worse than me or just that, <laughs> or almost as bad. Do you do we have to watch it? Do you think we have to watch it or can can the person just explain what happened?
2: Yeah. Just
1: you just gotta they, watch even it. If they, even if they just explain. Dog, I would never want to see that bomb again. I gotta record it, man. I got <laughs> I got booed off stage. <laughs> it is awful. Let me tell you, bro. It changed the whole show. Everybody <laughs> left 11, <laughs> 1100 people left the show. Eleven <laughs> hundred? Yes. That's how bad I bombed, bro. It was bad. And then, and then I'm not the headliner. Somebody the headliner <laughs> comes up after me. Dog. I think I I think I got it. I think I got the worst bomb. <clears throat> uh, you know, That's gotta, what we we'll uh, call it. The worst bomb.
0: We gotta do that. Worst yeah. shows, worst bomb. We we got we could do a versus.
1: Yeah. We could do like an episode. We'll do like two or three people. Let's do we'll it. Just, we'll have them talk about it.
0: I'm hundred percent down.
1: I'll that, put it together. I'll, I'll see who I'll see who's around and see who's available. First of all, they have to, but they have to have videotape up. They have to have it recorded somewhere. I have a couple. <laughs> I got that one. I got a couple. Dog,
0: <laughs> it's bad, man. See, I, see, I'd rather I'd rather be booed than complete silence.
1: Yeah, booed is much better. Yeah, I have I have some complete silence. Yeah, you want them to be angry at you. Like, yeah. don't be indifferent. I want you to have some emotion. Love me or hate me. Don't be in the middle. Like, eh, you tried. You did your no. Hate me. Yeah, yeah. At least I can know. And they did.
0: Yo, <laughs> worst bomb versus. We're doing it. Let's yeah. do
1: it. Boom. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Kason Wilson uh we'll get at you later man
0: i uh, appreciate it man thank you for having me on
1: yeah uh all right i'll do like a little closing or whatever after that did you have anything anything else any more n- new ones um not right now i'll probably
0: if we do this again I'll, I'll be i'll have some stuff next time okay
1: yeah for sure um all right you got to get back to life in la <laughs> yeah
0: um hey Oddly enough, my uh, my mom lost contact with her brother's children.
1: Oh, no. Okay.
0: And they found her on Facebook. So now I have to set up a Zoom for them to meet for the first time. <laughs> I can't make this up, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I'm All about right, to go man. set up a Zoom for them to meet.
1: <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks for having me, bro. I appreciate Work it. Work on them things. Okay. I'll talk at yep. you. You got it. Yeah. That was on. We always have fun talking to each other, man. Just having a good time, just talking that shit. Uh, check him out at Life of K on IG, Life of K on Facebook, I think. And um, you know, check me out too, Tim Miller Comedy. On actually, I changed my IG. It is the Tim D Miller on IG. Just a little something different, you know, nothing for you to worry about. Uh, I think we're gonna put the show together. I think we're gonna put together the greatest bomb show. And we're just gonna have comedians talk about the time that they bombed the worst. I gotta figure out how to do it, but I think I can make it happen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you